ask for this chance to give Dhamma talk from Venerable Ajahn Nun and also all of the monks here and welcome all the lay people who are interested in the practice of the Dhamma. Today is the first day of the retreat uh, out of the seven days that we will be here. So may you all set your heart in the practice. And by setting the heart, you, just, you have to do it just right. If you try too hard, then your mind won't be peaceful. And if you try too little, then you cannot find peace in your heart also. All of you have the faith in the teaching of the, of the Buddha. Everyone probably has practiced uh, according to each uh, of you. Uh, some may have practiced for a long time, some may have just started, but that is not important. What is important is the present moment. So try to be mindful and be aware of your body and your mind. The body is normal because you have asked for the precepts and you have set in morality, but the heart, the mind still think about the past and the future. So we have to bring the mind to the present moment. The Buddha and all the great teachers, they have given us uh, the Kamatana, which is the um, sorry, the Kamatana to set our mind. When you first start to practice, you may not have the expertise. So what they tell us to do is to stay with the breath, the anapanasati, because everybody has to breathe. If we do not breathe, then the body cannot be alive. So use the breath as the mindfulness. And if you do that continuous, con continuous enough, then samadhi will arise. When I was with Venerable Nungusha, he taught us that we do not have to have a lot of samadhi. What we need is a lot of mindfulness, the continuous mindfulness. And when I contemplate what Nupusha said, that is true. When the, mind, the mindfulness is continuous, then samadhi will arise on its own. Venerable Nupusha compared it to uh, 
com compare the mindfulness to drops of water. If you keep the, the drops of water, if they come together continuously, they will become uh, like a stream. So now that you are here, your sila is pure. The samadhi we are practicing and the wisdom that will need samadhi as the base. And samadhi will arise, you also need the sila as the base. This all come down to your heart. So what you have to do is you have to keep the kamatana from when you wake up until you sleep. Try to have the mantra at all times when you're walking or sitting meditation. And also when you are doing other things, when you're helping with cleaning, with whatever, then also try to be mindful and stay with your body and your mind. So if you practice like this for this seven days, then all of you will receive results for sure. At least, at the least you will know the right way to practice and you will not be lost. So what we are doing is we are doing the cause, which is uh, setting the heart to the practice in sila, samadhi, and panya wisdom. And the result will come on automatically. And when your mind is pe peaceful, then happiness will arise within your heart. And when samadhi arise, and the samadhi become continuous, then the more joyous the heart will be. This you will know by yourself. In the past, when you do not know about the practice of Dhamma, when you have emotion or thoughts, then you just react to it. You say it out or you act in bodily action. But when you come to practice, at least you have the sila to control the speech and the bodily action. And you also have the patient endurance. And in terms of the mind, when you listen to the Dhamma, you can also practice together. You may not be able to remember all of what I said, but try to be mindful with the breath or with the mantra. Or when the mind is calm, then you just stay with the one who knows. 
and you will be able to see that the emotions, they just come and go. They arise, they stay up for a while, and then they cease to exist. But to be able to see that, you have to have the peace of mind as a base. So you need the samadhi. Once the mind is peaceful, then you can start to contemplate the body. You can contemplate the body as the four elements, or you can contemplate it as the 32 parts of the body. And you can focus on any of the parts and to see that if that is really us, if those body parts really belong to us. And you will see that, no, they don't belong to us. This body, they also arise, exist for a while, and then cease to exist. They are not us. But we think it is our body because our mind cling to it. We not only cling to this body, but we also cling to our belongings. We think that they are ours. But when you contemplate it, you will see that everything also arise, stay for a while, and then cease to exist. The Buddha and all the great Kurubhajan, they emphasize on the practice of the mind. Because the well-trained mind brings happiness. The meaning of well-trained mind is that we don't, do not fall into the liking or disliking. If we can keep the mind in that state, that is the state that we will be able to see the Dhamma. We will see that everything arise and cease to exist. That is the Four Noble Truths that the Buddha have realized. Even though we weren't born in time of the Buddha, but we still be born uh, to, to study his teaching. And also, we also uh, be alive in this time that we still hear and practice the teaching of Venerable Ajahn Chah and Venerable Ajahn Anand. So when we study the Dhamma talks, we also have to bring it and practice. And with the practice, we will be able to see the true happiness. In the past, we all run around to find happiness outside of our body and mind. But now that we know the Dharma, 
we have to study and practice and find happiness from within. The Buddha said that if you find the true peace just for a second, uh, he compared it to just uh, the elephant moving its ears or the snake uh, sticking out its tongues. Just one second. That is very beneficial. So now that we have the faith in the practice, it is up to us to be diligent. These seven days in the retreat, we have set up the time, the schedule. We just have to practice according to the schedule. But if we are not used to it, maybe sometimes we will become hungry or we'll, we will be sleepy. That is what we have to fight against. Those are called the five feathers. So the Buddha has given us the equipment to fight against those feathers, which is the mindfulness and the, aware, the awareness of the body. The sati, the mindfulness, it is the only way that we will realize the Dhamma. It doesn't matter which sex you are. You can be male or female because we all have the mind, we all have the heart, and that is what matters. The Buddha has realized the Dhamma and he has the loving kindness to bring his teaching to the world, to teach all of us. Some of you may have been to India, may have been to Bodhigaya, sit meditation under the Bodhi tree, but that is just the outside factors. If you haven't been there or you have, don't have the chance to go there, you can also practice because the Buddha realized the Dharma in his heart. And we also have a body and a heart and we can also realize the Dhamma. We can make the Buddha appear in our heart. So what the Buddha teach is that we have to stop doing uh, unwholesome things. We have to keep up the wholesome action and we have to clean our mind. That's the main teaching of his, the way to practice. That is the cause, the result that is up to us how diligent we are.
maybe when you're here and you try really hard to practice for two days and then you ask yourself why I am not peaceful yet. I have tried very hard for two days. You shouldn't think like that. Your job is to keep the mindfulness. And when the emotion arise, then you contemplate. Venerable Nopusha said that these emotions, they may not be true. They also arise and cease to exist. So when you realize that, then your mind don't cling to it. This is what is called anijang. So when you practice, you try to develop samadhi with the sila as the base. And when, and the mind will become peaceful. This is what is called samatha. And when the mind is peaceful, then you contemplate the body. You contemplate the body as anichang dukkang anatta. This is what is called vipassana. This is when the wisdom will arise in your heart. So now that you know how to practice, you will not be lost. You just have to keep practicing, be diligent. And sooner or later, you will be able to realize the Dhamma. But that's the thing in the future. What is important is the present moment. Because the present moment is the result of the past. And the present moment is also the cause of the future. That's why the present moment is the most important. So what you do is you try to be mindful with the mantra, Buddha Dhammo Sanko. Buddha Dhammo Sanko. Sometimes with just these mantras, you won't be peaceful. The mind won't be still. You, Venerable Ajahnanan also said that you can do the chanting, iti piso. So if you just keep on chanting the qualities of the Buddha Dhamma Sangha, and the mind stay with the with the chanting, then it will slowly become peaceful. You need the mind to be peaceful, to be calm, in order to realize the Dhamma. Because Dhamma is very refined. So the mind that is peaceful is also in a refined state. And you need to be in that state to realize the Dhamma. 
at first you may be able to develop wisdom from listening or from contemplating. But that cannot be compared to the wisdom that arises from the practice. So Venerable Nongkusha said that if you're lazy, just keep practicing. And if you're diligent, you just keep practicing. Once I went to stay in the cemetery to fight against uh, my fear, the fear of ghosts, the fear of uncertainty. So when the fear arises, I have to develop the mindfulness, the samadhi to, to fight those fears. We just have to keep, I, I just had to keep practicing. So after a while, the fear still didn't go away. I just have to keep walking meditation. I end up walking all night. That's an example of doing uh, the cause, the, the duty, that is to keep the mindfulness. And when I was walking, doing walking meditation that night, my mind was able to become still and peaceful. And I see the result of the practice. So I tell you this as an, as an example, so that you have the courage as an encouragement to practice. So do not give up, just keep practicing. Sometimes the kilesa, the defilement, it will deceive us to say, oh, we cannot be peaceful, we can quit. But if you have the mindfulness, you will realize which thoughts uh, are the kilesas and which thought is really our mind. The Buddha teaches us to contemplate this body. The body will eventually become old, it will become sick, and then we will die. And we have to be, we have to part from all of the things that we love. So we should be heedful of the time that we still have left. So we should use the time that we have left to build the goodness in our heart. Once the mind is firm, then when there's suffering happening to the body, when you become sick, then you 
you just have to treat the body, the sickness accordingly, but then you shouldn't become sad uh, or suffer from, from the physical sickness. Because usually what happens is when the body is sick, then the mind will start to proliferate. So we have to develop the mindfulness, the sati, as the break. So the thoughts will slow down and eventually it will stop. So may all of you be diligent in the practice of the Dhamma, develop the mindfulness. And once you have found the peace in your heart, that's the true happiness. The happiness from all the five senses, they cannot be compared to the peaceful mind. So we should contemplate that the body will eventually cease to exist. We do not have to get old in order to die. We can be young and we can die. So if you become sick, you just take care of it. And you have, if you have to work, then you do the work, but then the time that we have remaining, then we have to use it to take care of our heart. Now that all of you are here, that's very good. That's the best. We have to contemplate that the end of this body is death, but the end of the mind is the Nibbana. So we have to be diligent and we have to keep our mindfulness, mindfulness continuously from the moment we wake until the moment that we go to sleep. If we can do this, then it also fall into the way to practice according to the Buddha, that that's the right way, that we will not get lost. There's three main points. The first one is in Siya Sangwara, which is to to uh, keep the five senses do not proliferate into the five senses. And the second one is Poshine Matanyuta, which is to eat just enough for the body. Do not enjoy the eating. And the last one is Chakariya Nuyoko, which is the diligence of practice 
according to one's ability. So we also have to be to practice just right for each and every one of you. Some of you maybe cannot sit for a long time, then you shouldn't, shouldn't force it. You can get up and do the walking meditation instead. So now that you all have the faith in the practice of the Dhamma, now we have to do the cause, which is to be diligent, to try hard, and then the result will happen. In this, to the end, I would like to anumotana with all of you. May all of you be diligent in the practice and may you grow in the Dhamma.